Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Craig of the Creek, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hola. Uh, yes, Craig of the Creek. We are back to talk uh, the latest five episodes of Craig of the Creek, the ones that vaguely aired in February. Um, these episodes are Bug City, Deep Creek Salvage, The Shortcut, Dibs Court, and The Great Fossil Rush. The Great Fossil Rush aired on Monday of this week. I know that we're kind of in the middle of a weekly run of Craig episodes. We didn't really know that it would continue into March until this week, but we're very excited that episodes will continue into March. So we'll have another batch to talk about at the end of March. But here we have these latest five to get into. We talk Craig at the end of uh, every kind of batch of episodes. Although this time Cartoon Eric actually did release this show weekly and did not put it on the app first. So um, this is, uh, I think that was pretty fun watching Craig weekly all of February on Monday. And we'll get into these five episodes. Spoilers for these and all previous episodes of Craig of the Creek and find our previous Craig discussions at OverlyAnimated.com, on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes or YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. Okay, let's get into these. Overall, Michelle, what did you think of these five episodes? I I liked them. (laughs) They're a good time. I mean... Okay, I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this that we haven't said like the last five podcasts, mm-hmm. but the show is very good. It has very consistent quality. I love that we're revisiting characters. Um, we have like a couple new characters and some that like I feel bad. I forget the name of the like the the the, ki- the really short kid who's really into candy Bobby, who has the green body yeah Bobby I really I'm starting to really like Bobby I really like the Bobby's troll everywhere. kid he's great okay. yeah but I feel like I noticed him more at this point than I used to because he was so in the background um but yeah all these episodes were very fun I'm glad that we're kind of repurposing some things like I really liked Dibs Court and just talking about the strump and this idea of like oh how do you claim anything and also like is it was is this always been theirs um but yeah thumbs up thumbs up to these episodes good time all around yes good time all around Craig says Michelle okay yes um Alex what do you think of these five um, I think on the whole, I enjoyed them. Um, Bug City and The Shortcut are the ones that stand out to me as my favorites of this batch. Um, I think it, there, there's a Jason episode with Fossil Rush, and I've always had a tough time with Jason, but Jason. I think that the, this is probably one, one of the better Jason episodes, I, I guess. Now, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think I, I think I'm safe saying that Dibs Court might be the first bad episode of the show. Whoa. Like, <gasps> like, look, all right. I, I, okay. I did not, I, I did not have fun at all watching that. I'm sorry. So, it was like, painful. I will admit, like, it's painful that no matter how compelling Craig's testimony was, that kid just be like, "I called Dibs though," and the court, the jury would be like, "Oh yeah, that no, that checks out." Yeah, like I'm sure th- th- there are kids that exist like this, but at the same time, it's like. It's like the, your main character of your episode is a brick wall. I don't know how I how I want to watch eleven minutes of that. So, like, I I think that there's something off with Dibs Court that I haven't felt in previous episodes of this show. So that's like the one black mark of this of this batch. But it's it's still on the whole pretty good. But I I, I think there are definitely 
episodes that's that uh, keep up the role that craig has been on and there are others that are that in their effort to continue making new characters at some point there had to be a a wall to hit and i guess that this is like the first one that just doesn't that kind of like drags down the episode on the whole I think he's an intentionally bad character, uh, but but is that good to be intentionally right. bad? I mean, that, that, right? That's, that, that's a legitimate discussion. Um, question. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't call Dibs Court bad. I still think like there's no bad episodes of Craig, but it's, I think that is one of my lesser favorites. It's, I agree. It's kind of the 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 one I enjoyed the least of the five. But it's complicated because you're supposed to be frustrated by it. But did they overdo it? You know, etc. Um, I think I think this is a, another solid batch of episodes for Craig. These five episodes. Um, I think a little bit. We're still a little bit down from maybe the height of the show with you know 10 15 episodes prior in the uh the doorway to helen and kid from 30 30 range um i think this is a little on par with last batch which um is like maybe very good but not super great um i have interestingly i have different favorite episodes by the two by fire to me that stood out the most are deep creek salvage and the great fossil rush i think those are pretty excellent episodes um i'm not super high on dibs court or bug city although i think there's bug city is a a solid episode um the shortcut's also really fun uh that'd be my third favorite probably but uh, i i love certain aspects of deep Deep creek salvage and great fossil rush especially particularly the kelsey segments of those so i think that's not surprising (laughs) but um Yeah. yeah i think there's uh some some really good good stuff in in these episodes and some interesting things to get into um Tempted to lead with shipping here. I gotta say, this is a very no! sh- this is a very wow. sh- this is a very no! shippy batch. If you talk about Kit and Craig, I swear, well, yes. I'll throw what something. I de- Michelle, it, the it, episode ships no, them. The grandma, no, grandma ships. No, the, de- what do you the mean, grandma no? is irrelevant. When she, she <laughs> Kit was indignant when she told her not to sell her heart to Craig. Don't call grandma she, irrelevant. It's not on her mind. That Kit is too busy being a business person. I agree with about that. that nonsense. I agree, I agree with that, but that doesn't mean we can't think about it. No. <laughs> the minute I saw it, I knew this discussion was coming. How, how about the, it, it, let, 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 let's s- settle down, everyone. Let's talk about a good ship. Let's talk about Kelsey and Wilderness. Okay, that's right. Nice. This is the, look, <laughs> those are the two big. Pa- okay, we are leading with shipping since Michelle was so adamant about it. <laughs> two big pairings have blossomed. These this group of episodes. Let's lead with Kelsey and Wildernessa from Monday's episode. Wow, what a we have been truly blessed with this fantastic ship. <laughs> I think. Uh, this is everything we've wanted. Uh, the, the Kelsey and Wildernessa. Kelsey's huge crush on Wildernessa comes out in this episode. Uh, Michelle, what, what did you? What did? Was your reactions when you saw that? Oh, so funny. I mean, I loved how in sync they were imagining this post-apocalyptic world where they're going to have to align themselves with the new <laughs> ultimate predator and they both latch on to dragons and start thinking of like, oh yeah, it's going to have like a skull helmet and like extra teeth and wings. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's so cool. Because like for a while, wilderness has always seemed as this kind of untouchable like wise forest like goddess and kelsey's just kind of in awe of her but that was the first time they really clicked on the same wavelength so that was really nice to see i'd like to see them become closer over time but yeah kelsey's crush way on display total blush moment it was it was great yeah alex what was your reactions 
Yeah, I was just uh, I was pumped that like Kelsey was like, oh, I'm gonna try acting cool for Wilderness. Yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> because, like well, Wilderness is obviously the peak of coolness in this creek. So, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, just the, the also like their whole aesthetic works where like Wilderness is basically Princess Mononoke and uh, Kelsey is the the brave knight. So like they 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 fit together very well. They would be a strong power couple if they yeah. defended the creek together. So I, I think it's great, and it, it ends perfectly with like, "Hey, did she wave at me? I think she waved at me." <laughs> it's like, it, it, it's the perfect way to end that scene. So yes, but it, it was it was cute, and I, I the wilderness is great. There should be more of her. So I like when she comes up. Yeah, I think this was only her second appearance. I don't even know if she was even in the background of previous. Maybe I'm wrong, but I th- definitely like since her first major appearance since the Wilderness episode. Um, yeah, this came out of nowhere for me. I was all on the uh, Kelsey and Stax ship, and boy, I was I I was wrong. This is this is the way place to be, Kelsey and uh, Wilderness mm-hmm. here, because this uh, two minute scene really steals or whatever steals this episode. Uh, Kelsey, I was I think the shocking thing is just how blatant Kelsey's crush is uh, in in the scene. Like uh, this is. Uh, you know, this show has had some pretty blatantly gay stuff before, but this is, uh, like involving, uh, main character and, uh, you don't, you never see like kids, uh, displaying, uh, like same sex feelings. Like this just never happens. And, uh, and you know, loud house, some things, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fantastic here with, uh, with, with Kelsey's crush, multiple blushes. She says, uh, Hey, uh, what's up? Uh, to, to <laughs> so the, the classic cool. opening line to a crush hey yeah. what's up <laughs> they have their uh, dragon fantasy yeah it's great um she, wilderness says good luck to kelsey and because did you did she wait back i think she went back she's so cool uh, yeah, yeah that's what she says she's blushing the whole time like hugging herself for it. it's, it's wow uh the best scene in the show <laughs> <laughs> Where's the follow-up episode? I want it now. Like, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure we'll get it yeah. in about like 20 episodes. Uh, the next yeah. time Wildernessa comes up in the cycle. Yeah. Do, do we think Wildernessa likes Kelsey back? I think not yet. Yeah, like, she doesn't know her that well. She considers her a knight to the forest, and she considers herself like the queen. So there needs to be like some further um, relation relation going on before she can consider Kelsey on her level. You know. Yeah, she has to work her way up. Yeah, we need a, uh, a que- them going on a quest. Um, there's a Kelsey yeah. Alone episode coming up. I saw, so I wonder if Wildernessa could be in that episode. That'd be that'd be great. Um, but yeah, that 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 was fantastic. And yes, the other romance, as discussed, is <laughs> Craig and Kit. Not romance. People were shipping it already. I know. I, I, I think know, we mentioned it on the podcast before. Um, we know Michelle's feelings, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> To tell, do you are you also adamantly anti Craig and Kit? Kit, Kit is uh, you are a notable Kit stan. Yes, I I enjoy Kit very much, and uh, she, she voices Kelly on Star, so like it, it's a, it's a strong connection that I have. But um, I, I'm not anti the ship, but I re, but I respect Kit a lot for her immediate reaction to the grandma's like making that very like when whenever old people see a girl and a boy together, like oh they should be. So- like true. close friends and boyfriends so and so like kit, so kit is very quick to be shut that down like ew no so like uh, i appreciate kit for that now if something developed down the road i wouldn't be opposed to it but i like that we're not start we're not starting off with that just because the two characters are paired off like it doesn't need to be that 
right now. So I'm 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 fine with the way it happened. Just like men, me, mentioning it as an offhand joke, it rejecting it, and we move on. Yeah, I, I love how it's handled because uh, I'm fully on board on the ship, and uh, this is a seven season slow burn ship. This is like uh, oh, <laughs> please no. This is Come this is on. look. It's it's great. They're just they're focused on their own things. You know, Kit's running her business, and Craig is uh, doing Craig stuff. And uh, it's not like any of that. They not like either have a conscious crush on each other. Although I think there's an argument that Kit is a little bit crushing on Craig. Um, well, no, no. I actually, I would make uh, I would make the argument that it's actually Craig who has the crush Ooh. on Kit because at at the very end, there's the, like he delivers the line of like, "Hey, can I get a cut?" Like he says it in a very weird way that makes me think that there's some hidden feelings under there and kit is like no so like she is all about the business craig is the one who thinks he can get some sort of like deeper connection with kit and kit is like no so i i think that it's one-sided but in the opposite direction that you're thinking wow i like that hashtag analysis that was fantastic uh please (laughs) we need to dive we need to dive deeper into the ship i think Uh, we need to go uh, even uh michelle please uh, join the analysis here (laughs) in in what way It's uh, not worth <laughs> analyzing. There's so much more going on in these episodes. Explain why Kit is in love with business. Because she's really good at it. It gives her a sense of achievement. And she gets to like do it on her own terms, which she probably doesn't get to do in a lot of parts of her life because she's still a kid. And, you know, when you're a kid, you really struggle with having autonomy. And her business is one thing she has full control over. She's making a profit she gets to see all the other kids like it's a great it's a great situation yeah, and she's like she has no she has a monopoly on it there's no competitors in the yes, creek it's just yes. her that's, it's great that, so that's that, all she needs so you're saying that we're teaching the kids um capitalism and monopolies with with kids. yes uh, but yes. no that, so that is also good analysis so, sort of self-reliance except yeah. that she goes to her oh, grandma right. to get goods but still She's teaching them how to barter effectively, which is a good skill throughout your life regardless. So, yeah, she's doing them a courtesy service. Uh, yeah, that was good analysis. It was just not as fun as uh, the... It was super fun. Like, <laughs> business is way more fun than nasty ship nonsense. <laughs> nasty ship not. Oh, man. Wow. Shots, shots fire. Okay. When it's, uh, when it's about Craig and Kit, it is. <sighs> Craig and Kit are cute, and they're just their friends. And yes, they're yes, they are. They're other very things cute together, friends. and uh, right. it it would be a great romance. That when when do we have uh, two black kids in a romance on uh, children's TV? Like this, I think this is uh, two great, fantastic characters. I think I think it would be great um, if, if we eventually. I mean, that's fair, but like, okay, my maybe I should say this way. My concern whenever we kind of pair off characters, especially a main character with a female character is that like i don't want kit to be about being Mm. with craig i want her to be able to be her own person and i think it'll become harder for her to just based on experience of what i've seen happen with these kind of ships coming to fruition is they they become all about each other and kit's not the main character and i think for her to maintain her autonomy she kind of needs to not be seeing anyone right now also, she's like what eight <laughs> right 10? now? Yeah, they're they're kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. I don't even want to think about it because it's like she, she's too young. She's got she clearly she has other things going on in her life anyway. So it's not a priority for her. Why should it be a priority for us? 
That's how I feel. Yeah. I, and I think the show is uh, is doing a good job of not making it a, not making her in relation to Craig like her character. Like this is this uh, this episode I think does a good job with that. I do think this episode subtly mm-hmm. is is doing very very subtle romance with them, but it's that's not the point, right? It's about the the business with uh, Kit going and restocking the ice pops and their journey and getting into Kit's character. We see her grandma, so I think it's a, a fantastic presentation of Kit's character and in the shortcut. So let's dive into that a little bit more. Yeah. Wait, just quickly before we move off the shipping, we had Kelsey, we had. Uh, Craig, but where was JP and Maney? That they didn't. They haven't. Yeah, that's gotten, true. That's uh, our other big ship. They haven't show. gotten mentioned in like twenty episodes. There was like, like five well, seconds of the horse girls in one of these. There episodes. were the horse girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need Maney. More Maney. Come on, let's let's do it. Uh, uh, triple date episode with. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! But it's obviously they're not thinking of it. They just like invite the each of them invites the other one to uh, to some event or something. Yeah, like okay, let's do it. Um, the tea timers have like some some party. Okay, that that oh they'll get a plus one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's the ideal. That's the season finale. Okay, let's. let's But Craig could bring Jason. You know, he doesn't have to. That would be cool. Okay, okay. More on that. More on that Mm. in a little bit. I'm also kind of shipping that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I've interesting thoughts on, on the, the Jason stuff, but there's the shortcut. Um, so the ice pops thing, Craig and, Craig and Kit are going to, uh, to going to Kit's, uh, grandma and, uh, we get Roger the troll. That's a, a big notable new character. He has these, uh, this, uh, 101 riddles book. Uh, they're all the same. And, um, they, on the way back, they, uh, they stump him with this, uh, ice pop riddle. Um, what are our thoughts on Roger? Roger's great. He's the golem of the show. So he's the best new character. He's kind of the hardest character that I can, the, to justify yes. that's a real person. <laughs> yeah, well, well, Craig's like, you want to be a troll? Yeah, yeah, like. yeah trolls are cool. Like, that's the explanation for his entire but, character. But, like, he's very pale. He's drinking water from an infected creek. Like, I don't know how this kid is alive. <laughs> he's a great He's protective of his TCs. Yeah, he's he's careful. Um, yeah, people people seem hype about Roger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> where are the, the people who are hype for Roger? Where can I meet Roger. them? I get the feeling somebody like drew this child and showed it to other people on the crew, and they're like, "Who's this? This is Roger. We have to put him in an episode. Yeah. This boy must see life." I feel like that's probably <laughs> that's, what happened. That seems. Right. I kind of. Yeah, I like Roger. Well, Michelle said for Roger. I think that's one person. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, fair, fair enough. The, the crew, the crew on Twitter seems hype for Roger, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's quiet. I, this, this, no, this character doesn't stand out as much as some others. It seems like a, a gimmick uh, here, but maybe it'd be fun to see Roger in some oh, other situations oh that are not uh, on the bridge. Uh, Roger uh, episode of Roger going outside his comfort zone. Um, <gasps> Leaving the bridge, yeah. yeah, yeah Maybe yeah. like he's homeschooled and like he'll have to go into the big city one day and wear real boy clothes, and it'll be this <laughs> issue for him. I want to see that. Or, yeah, really. or, or they, they find the JP and the gang find a cave and they run into Roger again because <laughs> Roger <laughs> lives in the cave. I know again. Yes, Roger, We've... Big Pinchy crossover. Bam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is friends with Big Pinchy. He definitely knows Big Pinchy. They got to know each other. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, his, yeah, his riddle book uh, being all the, all the same start to the riddle was pretty good. Um, and then we talked about Kit's grandma a lot. The, 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 she gets the, the big thing with Kit's grandma, that's where she gets her, uh, her trading uh, thing, business sense from, I guess, uh, because grandma is all about trading. 
and uh, I think it's it's pretty pretty fun. And she's trading, uh, uh, Kit's trading her good uh, math scores for uh, for the, the ice pops. Um, also, we learned Kit's real name, Kitherin. Kitherin, I yeah. like it. It's good. Was that the name of the American Girl doll? Was her full name Kitherin also? Mm. I feel like the pioneer doll was named Kit. Mm. Maybe Ask, asking the wrong crowd. Was also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out. I'm really happy that Kit isn't like. You know, she has like a B minus. That's that's respectable, but not like amazing. I, I'm kind of glad she's allowed to be like pretty good, but she doesn't have to be like excellent yeah i like, like that I her grandma her grandma like says like oh it's not an a but she still yeah. like is okay it's with it yeah. yeah but it's not a scene she's like hmm, that's a good point okay you win like i like that she's allowed to like not have to be perfect that's yeah, pretty I like cool that. I, I like that too yeah a lot always with grades it's, it's like oh it has to it has to be a's and perfect and stuff and it's it's, it's good uh messaging here i think uh, about that uh, I have important information. The full name of Kit Kittredge is Margaret Mildred Kittredge, and Kit is a nickname, so sorry. Oh, okay. That means Kit's name is Margaret Mildred. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Kittredge uh, over Margaret. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> Kithrin. Um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, I, I really liked, uh, grandma though here. Kit, Kit's grandma. I thought that was a pretty great sequence. And as mentioned extensively, she says, don't trade that boy anything for your heart. Um, it's a good line. Uh, also, she, I think she's the one who says, uh, happiness is the best kind of trade. Or is, or is that Kit who says that's that? Kit. Yeah. I think Kit. that's it. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's good. Um, meanwhile, Kelsey and JP are running the trading tree and, uh, oh, Kelsey. I love. I love it. They're they're trying their best, but they're both really bad. Yeah. Uh... I, I think that this settles that Kit is is rarely going to have her own episode strength in the tree. Because I think it's just that nobody is capable of handling the trading tree like her. And when the trading tree is abandoned, the creek for some reason becomes an apocalypse. So a Kit is for now bound to that location. Mm. Uh, however, yeah. I think that uh, we're the potential of a. Uh, romantic uh proto j training episode where because craig i think could handle the trading uh, i don't know i don't know craig gets really stuck in his own head sometimes i feel like he might have craig, a lot of pressure craig because in the episode kelsey's uh too strict and jp's too, too eager to make trades maybe craig's the middle ground here I don't know. Maybe. Um, I think the best part of this is JP being like, uh, lucky, lucky rock. <gasps> lucky lucky rock, sand. Lucky sand. This yeah. is our best day ever. And Kelsey's <laughs> like, no, we yeah. need to stop this. That's, that's, that's uh, my, my, my favorite part is like, let's come to a compromise. We quit. Like, <laughs> the yeah. compromise is just they're about to leave. And then, of course, they show up with the ice pop, so they're all saved. But I, I like the idea. It's like, well, we can't agree. Let's just leave. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was fun. Fun B-plot here. Uh, that's kind of like a rare B-plot for Craig. I feel like Craig is, usually doesn't do A-B here, so that's interesting. Um, plot structure. Uh, and they get the ice, ice pops back to the tree. Yeah, I think the shortcut solid episode. Good uh, Good to see Kit continuing to be one of the more major secondary characters on the show. Um, okay, interlude here because uh, good timing. Uh, I received the first Craig of the Creek DVD in the mail today from Cartoon Network. Lucky. Um, so, wait. Uh, Really? Yeah, so okay. I'll, pl- I'll plug that since we're doing the podcast now. Yeah, Craig the Creek Itch to Explore is coming out on March 19th. Um, uh, 
Okay. Yeah, so actually, this is an ad read. I mean, look, I got it, and we're doing the same day as the podcast. It looks news, right? The, the first Craig uh, DVD. I think it's fun. Uh, How yeah. many episodes does it have? 13 episodes, and uh, which is more than usual for these like half se- like part season DVDs. And uh, it actually has a special feature it has a whole animatic of the final book. Um, oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm Did KO's DVD get anything like that in terms um, of special features? I don't remember. Uh, maybe. <laughs> There's a All lot right. of these. We get, we get sent a lot of these. But uh, yeah, I love the final book. So I'm actually probably going to watch that animatic. That's that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, Craig DVD coming out. We're very happy that we're getting Craig merch and stuff. Yay. Um, so yeah, you, you, they usually do uh, these these uh, like se- season segment DVDs. So this says season one, part one. So we'll probably get season one, part two. Anyway. Okay. So next episode. What do we want to talk about next year? Um Let's, bug City, Bug, bug City, <laughs> Bug City. Okay, well, wait, what? Okay. Well, your hype about Bug City? Yeah, Bug City is one of those episodes that just like takes you back to being a kid. Like, what kid didn't try to make little like dams out of sand for roly polies and ants to climb over and play with them on the ground and pretend that you were like making a, a little house for them or something? I feel like that's a very kid thing to do. I definitely did that. Um, did, did you guys? <laughs> uh, well, I think the closest thing I did make like cities in the sand, like you make like yeah, the yeah. tunnels and stuff, but there would never be bugs on the beach. So like, or, I mean, they're like like mosquitoes, but not like you know crawlies. Yeah, I, f- I feel I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't have specific memories of this, but adja- adjacent activities, sure. Like this, this, this. Yeah, but like, like the, the whole building a miniature city part. That part I relate to because like, yeah. the, the idea of like imagining like you know a, 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 having a, an entire city in your hand. It's like Sim City, but in real life. <laughs> real, real bugs, real citizens. It's great. Yeah. Next level. Yeah, this episode is just The Sims. Exactly, it's Craig playing the The Sims. Um, the, the, down to it, it, forcing them to stay in. Exactly, in that, I love that. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, so easy. The, the plot being Craig uh, building this bug city, and then he's freaking out over it. Um, and uh, also notable is Mortimer, big Mortimer episode here. He's like that a, was so funny, terrorizing bug city. It's like, Godzilla Mortimer and then like the the the, just Craig screeching and then you just have the full shot of him like quietly pecking he's like Mortimer no and Mortimer's like what he just pecks harder and even faster it's like he knows he's in trouble but he's gonna keep going for it yeah I probably the best Mortimer episode he's fantastic um I I thought uh the best part of this episode and uh now that I think about it this is a big grandma uh, a run of episodes here. Uh, yeah, Craig's Craig's yeah. grandma, I think, steals the show in in this episode. She's so busy. Good for her. She's out there doing important stuff yeah, as a grandma. As a she, well, she's as a city councilwoman. She's uh, yeah. in in. She's there to. She's going into D.C. to talk to their senator about funding the library that uh, she and the city council are building, and she has like this uh, model of it. Yeah, the, the, it's a it's a miniature library. Later, she makes an ant joke. So this is uh, all, this whole episode is a loose Zoolander reference. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll just let that sit there, and you guys think about it. Yeah, I. What is the what, what's the line in Zoolander? Uh, something for ants. Oh, a, a learning a center for, for ants. ants? Yeah. School this, for ants. Yeah, this yeah. building needs to be at least. 
three yeah. times the size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I guess. I guess uh, we could have revolved this around a Zoolander reference. I'm not sure that's what we're going for, but okay. Uh, and we get. We, I think Craig and uh, Grandma at the end talking uh, is is a great emotional moment for for Craig and a great bonding for them. And Craig says he wanted to be like uh, he wanted to be like her, and that's what he's motivating his behavior. And yeah, I thought it was great. Sweet. Yes. They're 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 constituents, not constituents. constituents. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like. Uh, oh, I also really like Grandma and uh, da- Craig's dad's intera- uh, their interactions. Uh, it's like I got a real knee slapper uh, for you. This one's gonna be good. Like uh, very wholesome, I think. Uh, dad and Grandma ta- talking in this episode. Um, yeah, not a, not a ton there. I think to to get into anything else yeah. from Bug City. Um. It cribs a gag used often in OKKO where her sweaters say different messages yes. every yeah. time we cut to her. So like I say, like tough day Just when visiting. she's been re- rejected. It says hashtag funded when she's successful. So it, it, it's it's a joke that has appeared elsewhere. Yes, we get Good the ha- hashtag shirt. Yeah, yeah, her her, her her sweaters have been has been notable. So, um, yeah, would love to see more of uh, Craig's grandparents in 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 more episodes. Um, let's talk Gre- Deep Creek Salvage. Um, this is the one I have the most notes for, and because mm. uh, there's a lot you of you like this one. I love this episode. Um, this is it's it's this and. Uh, Great Fossil Rush are a little similar, which is that we have a concept here in Deep, Deep Creek Salvage. We're searching for gold in Great Fossil Rush. We're searching for fossils and we use that uh, foundation in order to use, uh, do some creative like storytelling devices. We have different animation styles in Deep Creek Salvage. We have that dragon sequence in both have dragons, big dragon week as well. Dragons, grandma's ships. Uh, you know, we're seeing common <laughs> themes among these. Ships. That's, that's my band name. Yeah. The and, top uh, big three. <laughs> those are, those are the, those are the themes I'm seeing, uh, in the, in the show. Um, but yeah, we just have, we just have a lot of fun gags here and we use it to just, uh, have, have, have some different jokes all around. Um, I think, I think this format's a little familiar. You know, we have, this basic kind of kid setup they're doing this they're looking for gold looking for fossils the bug city and then uh we use this in order to have some more of surrealist devices and gags and um it's it's happening a lot uh i think it's successful i think the show if it continues i guess this is the 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 craig speech i had to give the like this transitions into that um i think like the show's always going to be good if it continues to do this type of thing if it just stays with no plot and uh very simple concepts and then just does interesting things around them um but i'm like selfishly worried for myself watching the show like i'm not sure i'm going to sustain my lo- excitement level like i think k- kids will always sustain their excitement level with this like i think it's going to be a uh, a hit with kids i think the show is is fantastic i just i would would like to see it evolve and it, we are you know up there in the episode count um going to move into season 2 at some point who knows when so um I kind of would like some some ser- more serialization, some changing up of the the format because uh, definitely a lot of these episodes are feeling familiar. I think. Um, I, I would say that uh, in line with with what you're saying of like this following a similar format, uh, I want to focus on like when they talk about what they're going to do with the money and you have the, the various sequences of Kelsey having her dragon of JP becoming a superhero. And then Craig has like a cartoon drawing of him uh, uh, um, kicking out Bernard. So like those sequences, I feel like they've worked better in previous episodes. I, I didn't get as much into, into this whole aside as I would have in previous episodes. B- uh, but I think also in, uh, a thing here is that we're, 
now we've, we're far enough in the show where we've had episodes like the kid from 3000, like Doorway to Helen, where like it keeps up the 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 heightenedness of it for a full episode. So when you do the normal episode and then you fit in like two two minutes of it, it doesn't feel as impactful now that we've had full episodes that go that like really buy into the alternate uh, kid reality of things. So I, I also wonder about that, where it's like now that we know that they are capable of doing a full episode like that, if like these little sequences in the middle are no longer, I mean, they'll probably still be funny ones, but I'm saying like you can't rely on them as much as maybe they're they're doing. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think uh, two other episodes that kind of follow this format for me, Takeout Mission and Dinner at the Creek, kind of, uh, just the, these, these inserts. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, I think the full, the full length ones have been better. Uh, like Cardboard City, that's not one we love as much, but I think that's one that just really commits to this one thing the entire time. I think that's also fantastic. Um, but, uh, that, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little growing, a little tired with this format. That being said, I do think I, for me, it was really successful. The, the three sequences of what they would do with the money, especially Kelsey's sequence. With uh, her pet Komodo dragon Brutus, which is oh man, probably one of the highlights of. It. Well, That's hers was the best because it's like very anime style, and like Mortimer has a giant forehead. <laughs> so like, at, <laughs> at least uh, at least that one was animated a little more interestingly. Yeah, I think Kelsey's is great. The other two, I'm not as crazy about that. They're still fun, but yeah, we I want to talk about Brutus here because. Uh... <laughs> Go ahead, oh, Brutus. No, Brutus. Uh, I I, I rip. rip. I'm I'm been in mourning for brutus for weeks now and i'm still not over it um so yeah brutus sacrifices her life to to save kelsey when save she's kelsey. fighting a dragon um wow if only we all could have loyal uh komodo dragon pets like brutus um, have you guys ever held a komodo dragon or no have you <laughs> no aren't they like huge a... probably and that's wait why, wait why did you why'd you ask that question if you hadn't what yeah, I, I wanted to know if you guys had an experience with the Komodo dragon because, like, I've never gotten close enough to one to like know what it's like. Because the they're idea of a, dangerous, of a pet, they're well, like big. the idea of a pet Komodo dragon. Like, I feel like there are people who have it as a pet, but I've just never had the chance. I was wondering if you guys had the chance to know somebody <laughs> who had a dragon. I no, feel like I having a pet Komodo dragon is like ten tiers above having an iguana as a pet, and that's alone pretty rare. So I I don't know I I wouldn't want to try. They're really buff and they're really big and they they're pretty carnivorous and just uh, I think they they eat everything and then they'd eat me. Honestly, would Brutus (laughs) try to eat Mortimer? Well, I think I think think Brutus is an evolution of Mortimer. I think that's what this is. Uh, Mortimer is Kelsey's uh, winged companion. And then you got the, the Komodo dragon and then the real dragon. So these are like Kelsey's the real evolution, dragon the evolution stages. of Kelsey's fantasies. Uh, yeah. Her, her pets. Um, Bru- yeah. Brutus needs to appear in future episodes. It's, 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 fan- she's fantastic. Um, J- JP's dream sequence is uh, he's getting this gold hand to become silver fist. Um, <laughs> I know. I love when he calls himself silver fist with the gold hands. <laughs> it's, it's not commented on, which makes Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and when he passes it down to his grandson or whoever, he like punches him in the face with it to hand it off, and that yeah. just killed me for some reason. It was very slapsticky, but I just loved it. That's good. I also like that. I'll make sounds when I punch like a tennis player. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, uh, Silver Fist. Uh, Craig is, uh, uh, yeah, another interesting uh, style here. He's gonna buy Bernard's room. 
Um, and Bernard's gonna, I'm so miserable. Craig has my room, but also my respect. That's uh, the the line. Is, re- is, respe- like is respect another the theme? So that's pretty nice. Oh, respect, respect is another theme, Alex. Wow, what a good. Oh match, my right? god. <laughs> It's all coming together here. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay, the rest of D Creek's out, yeah, they find gold in the creek. Um, I like uh, Kelsey ranting about the allowance structure is rigged, man. Yeah. Um, I thought that's good. Uh, good counteraction to the uh, the kit capitalism uh, stuff. Yeah, kit, 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 Kelsey. Oh, I love, ooh, economic debate between Kelsey and Kit. How about that? As a <laughs> That right. sounds like a yeah, fun I'd, episode. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. I, I like we, we'd, them. We'd love, we'd love it. Okay. Um, uh, they, they, this, it falls in the creek. They want uh, maybe someone else could get it, says Craig. JP says, yeah, I've met me, guys. You don't have to do the someone thing um, about getting going into the creek. I thought that was good. Um, and then the, he stares at it. At first, I thought he was in love with it. But then he's clearly just grossed out and repulsed by it and refuses to go in. Yeah, even JP will not. They do a... Uh, this has a bunch of like Craig's plans. We have a video call to the phone submarine. I like. That. I thought that was pretty cool, honestly. Like, I, I, I I'm kind of tempted to like try it one day if like no, I live near a river. Don't do ruin the don't don't get water on the phone. But yeah, I, see, I, whenever they put their phones and things, I'm like, well, and then they never saw their phone again because those things are not secure, and I don't want kids to try that. They're gonna ruin so many smartphones. I know, and it looks so cool. So like, it's so it tempting. Cool. <laughs> but like, I was looking at like the tape around it. I'm like, no, so much water would get through that bottle, mm. and your phone would be rip. I would be rip. I, I think it's a good use of technology, though. I think the show is, is fun with you, them using their phones in, in various ways here. Um, I, and I really liked that. Um, we get, we, we have this random, like, song in the middle, like, uh, this montage of them getting, uh, gold in the creek and then this, 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 this song and, uh, set to the, oh, they're building the claw. That's what it's set to the, with the dino grabber, the return of the dino grabber. Um, in this episode and uh yeah i thought that was a fun uh sequence and uh, then we get the uh huh just like he drew it and then craig uh, with the shades yeah he puts the shades on yeah, yeah. i like that callback Good. yeah nice callback to very early was that was that the pilot was it uh it was one of the very first if might not have been the pilot first. but yeah that's yeah a, i can't they keep playing that in the credits so um this is a good callback there um and uh then they get they get the the gold but it's a candy bar it has a uh, contest to win a visit to a candy factory but then kelsey looks it up and the company closed from having too many winning candy bars in um, like the 60s yeah and jp loki still wants to eat it and i'm really <laughs> glad they talk him out of it he would die i love the the charlie chocolate factor willy wonk the willy wonky willy wonka uh gag here i thought that was really funny um at the mm-hmm. end of the episode and uh then they're they're happy that they cleaned up the creek in the process of getting the gold um and we end in a very kind of environmentalist moment at the end yeah see that i was a little weird weirded out by that because the way it ends is that they're all angry at the fact that they didn't get gold and then kelsey's just like but hey at least it's clean now and and then everyone's like yeah "Yeah, you're right that's nice it's like it kind of felt like an afterthought i don't know like i i i I think that there's a version of this episode that would have uh, focused a little bit more on the fact uh, on the cleanliness of it and like cleaning up the garbage. But this kind of treats it as just like a side effect. It's like, oh, well, let's feel good about ourselves for doing something that was meant for our own personal gain. It was a little tacked on at the end, but I think it's always kind of relevant to relate things to the creek at the end. So I still think it works and it's a nice moment to end on. Um 
but uh the episode's a little bit uh stuff ju- stuff uh juxtaposed together it's it's you know not not so many common themes recurring but i still yeah i really loved it i think it's just like the most um meatier for, for like uh jokes and concepts and 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 uh i think i think there's a lot to to like in deep creek salvage um okay we talked about the shortcut let's talk about dibs court um richard <laughs> calls dibs on the stump and uh richard is our favorite as established um, uh, go away uh, richard's okay he's not the worst but i really don't like you well, who okay, is we're not worst? supposed to but i, think I don't richard know I mean, I, I, yeah, because like I, I have more empathy for Jason now. So Jason's he's not, a, yeah, Jason's he's not, a good guy. Yeah, he's not the worst. Mm-hmm. But it's like the 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 tea timers, mm-hmm. uh, Liza, maybe. Maybe but... they actively try to actually hurt people and get yeah. them to fight. That is worse than just taking something, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Let's. So I, I want to talk about this. This episode works better, I think. If I mean, Alex, are you familiar with the dibs concept growing up? Uh. N- I mean, I, I'm aware of it, but I don't. I didn't live in a community that invoked it like this, uh, um, this stringently or stubbornly. Okay, yeah, fair. So, so I, I feel like I did, and I think it's, it's. The, I think the con. This is this is a great deconstruction of dibs. I'm not sure dibs was begging to be deconstructed, but it it is it goes really all in on deconstructing dibs, and I, to people, dibs is really annoying as a kid, and I definitely had nostalgia about this, so I think like it works in in that respect. Um, like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's what the episode presents it. It's, uh, just, just saying it in, uh, claiming anything. And, um, it's, uh, you know, so I think, I think like the, the, the concept is a good one in going in on this. And, uh, but it, we, we really, we really dig into this. Um, and then we, there's a lot of shots of, uh, Richard saying dibs. Uh, and I think like the first five, I think work. And then like, uh, six to nine are a little much, uh, for me, but, um, did we actually get to nine? Did you count? I, I did not count. That was, an, that was an estimation. Uh, we get the elders here. There's a big Mark episode and uh, he's running the dibs court. They're, they're fun. I think that yeah, the elders fun. Are, are fun. And like, I love you know, the get up he gets in with the wig and the big cape or whatever. It's pretty yeah. funny. His, funny. His gavel is a giant keg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's good. I, my my favorite part of the episode is uh, JP and Kelsey as witnesses. Um, uh, so J- surprise JP, witness. <laughs> J- JP is JP is the saliva specialist, and uh, he's just saying he licks everything, and that's another form of ownership. I think that's good too. And Richard um, the butt just eats a cookie that someone has licked. So like, well, what is what is wrong? He's, he's just savage. Okay. Uh, just uh, eat the cookie kelsey yeah surprise witness kelsey <laughs> she just pops out and it's just oh <laughs> that's all it's that was, <laughs> there was nothing to it it was and then Kel- kelsey is just really the uh uh going for the cute factor here she's uh just getting everyone emotional talking about the the stump and uh the, it being home for them uh yeah it's it is she's she's great here too um but yeah, just call the surprise witness it's it's very dumb uh but it's good and then they have, they have a short recess which is a literal recess on the the playground and then uh craig's closing argument um talk is his speech about dibs including this line if someone called dibs on elder rock the elders would have nowhere to argue about anime um <laughs> that <I liked>. <laughs> <laughs> that's good um do we like craig's speech yes yeah, it was it was good. Um, I, I like the one. I like the one line of "Can you call dibs on the wind?" And it yeah. kind of went downhill yeah. from there. But like, it was a strong opening. It was a good opening. Yeah, it was, it was a good concept. And then uh, Richard wins the dibs court. But then we have dibs coliseum. 
Um, and then Craig Craig gives up. This was very fast at the end. That, of that so. was not where I thought it was going. I thought they were going to make the leap. Well, if you can m- put dibs on anything, we'll just dibs the whole creek, and he'll have to forfeit the stump because it's in the creek that we call dibs on. Like I literally thought that's what they were going to do, and they're going to have to be like, wait, well. You can't have the whole creek because that's crazy. And then we were gonna like just destroy dibs, but they didn't do that. They went to a coliseum, and I, I'm not sure that worked better, honestly. Uh, also, the, the, that. the reason Craig cites when he's he's like looking at the fire going up and like they're getting ready to fight, he's like, "No, I'm not gonna stoop to your level." But he's the one who invoked this coliseum. Craig is the one who did it. This, this dude is just following <laughs> yeah. along. Well, he, so, he does. He like, doesn't go through with it. I think that's the uh, important thing. He's sure, doing. but he's like, I'm not going to stoop to your level, but what is this kid's level? I don't get what this kid is. You don't just... know his level. He can do, he's well, He's up for anything. He ate a licked cookie. Yeah, we don't know his level. Yeah, like what is, I'm not going to, it's like some moral superiority that I don't get because this kid is nothing. He just keeps saying, I I got divs and there's, there's no, there's no meaning to him i don't i don't get <laughs> yeah, him okay okay yeah i don't think dibs calcium really works um but uh craig craig gives up and then we declare jp the true owner of the stump because his name is on the stump um hooray yeah. legal loopholes yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a lot it's a lot of things at the end and uh i think we're also like this is like a big uh, kelsey's secret room thing which i kind of barely remembered um but yeah so I think there's fun parts to Dibs Court, but it's uh it's not necessarily a highlight. Um other uh, other other comments on Dibs Court? Um now that I'm thinking this uh, do you remember that episode where like JP is the mediator between the two paintball clubs? Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like oh, yeah. I feel like that was similar where like it's a good idea, but for some reason like it doesn't it doesn't get there all the way. I wonder if there's just a problem here with this show and like legal proceedings. <laughs> like I, f- I feel like there's good good material there and like putting these kids in some kind of like mini courts. But for some reason, just it hasn't it hasn't pulled through yet. Okay, but, stay away okay. from legal. Maybe we shouldn't do our economic debate then. That's it feels too adjacent to legal proceedings. Yeah, although those yeah. are two compelling characters, like in the in the paintball, it's like the paintball kids that we yeah. barely see. Here, it's this Richard kid that we that we just met today, and he's a real butt. But like you know, if <laughs> if you make it like if you make it the the crew versus a character we've seen that actually has legit beef, like that would be interesting, right? Like I don't know, like Bobby feels wronged by these kids, and there's an actual court case, so like you know, like that that'd be much. Cool cooler yeah okay i mean yeah it's it's it, good concept didn't work that well but it, it's okay um mm-hmm. the, the rest of the episodes are it's it's still some good stuff and the rest of the episodes are also very good so um let, let's talk about the great fast rush i think the great fast rush is the best of the five um i'm gonna i have a lot to say about this and uh because of is, jason's art jason, that why because jason 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 is hot take jason is the best secondary character on the show now at this point like he's gone from annoying villain that we hate to like genuinely a good character and i think we've just really dug i don't necessarily i wouldn't have necessarily like spent a ton of time characterizing jason like we have in the past uh 10 15 episodes but it's been successful i think i think there's a lot of um pathos with jason i think he's uh yeah i think he's uh this this episode especially getting into how he feels under under respected and appreciated and um, his, his relationship with Craig, I think is, is continuing to really develop and shine. Um, I, th- I, I think Jason's really working for me, honestly. 
Jason's working for me too. I wouldn't say he's the second best character on the show. No, the best second. But he's character. definitely he's he's coming into his own for sure. I mean, isn't Kid also a secondary character? Yeah, I, I, I think I, right, I think I like I like Kid a lot more than Jason. I think it's, I find it's, her it's, a lot it's, more it's him. It's him or Kid. I think is the the two most developed secondary characters. Yeah, um, yeah I agree with that. But I think for me, Kit shines outshines Jason because we haven't had a lot of Jason growth. This is like kind of the first we're really digging into it on a deeper well, way. I think uh, the 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 big pinchy big pinchy was a big Jason episode with Craig and Jason. Yeah, but big pinchy was an episode. We had that episode with the tea time people, where also Craig yeah, and Jason seem to have too. come to some we're doing sort a of lot agreement. Of it, yeah. Yeah, well, my my thing is I I want to see if this actually sticks because I feel like the previous two episodes covered similar ground and it didn't end up sticking. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So like I I I need to see if this actually affects Jason at all, or if we're gonna go back to him being sort of annoying, but maybe less annoying than he used to be. Like uh, I don't know. I, I I don't trust. Jason, I don't trust uh, Jason based on episodes we've talked about in the past. Like, hey, look, there, it seems like Jason is getting more characterized and like sort of like realizing why he's annoying. But then we begin here pretty much in exactly the same place that Jason always begins. So that it, it makes me wonder. But I, I it, in the in this in the focus of this episode, I agree it's good. Like you you portray as like, hey, he's actually saying helpful things, but in a very annoying way, and that's why he's being misinterpreted. Although I don't feel that that has been the case for jason in previous episodes so mm. i also think that maybe there's some like inconsistency going on i mean there. i think i think it's not that he's necessarily saying helpful things i think it's that he's he's that he thinks he's his motivation is off he's not thinking like the the real uh forest scout he's he's at the end he says he picks up the chaka roll and says forest scout always uh helps out and he's a little bit selfish motivations um but uh, so he's he needs he's a perspective change here. I feel like uh, is is where we're going no, with this. No, definitely. I yeah. think post pre this episode, Jason he he liked being copy. He he liked kind of being a know it all and being in charge. And in this episode, Craig confronts him with that directly. He's like, "Why are why are you even a junior forest ranger? Is it to tell people what to do, or is it to actually help kids out?" It seems like Jason makes a very conscious decision to shift his his mentality around the whole thing to actually being helpful and not just being the boss of other kids. Yeah. So. And even, and even when he's being selfish, he is, he's like, it's like generally uh, in the realm of helping people. Like, I think that's what this yeah, episode like, is getting like into. Yeah. The forest essentially, right. but he's yeah. doing it from like a selfish perspective. He's like doing, trying to do helpful things, but like everyone is put off by it because he's so transparent about, uh, uh, being self-serving and stuff. And, and here that's, we're like establishing a perspective change, big scene b- before the chakra roll thing with, um, Jason saving them after the, uh, they, uh, the, the damn, the breaks and uh, the cra- the cra- cra- creek water comes back. Um, and, uh, Jason saves, uh, Craig, Kelsey and JP, and then he runs away. Um, and this g- here's my big thing. Okay. So this is, I have a whole thing about this that I thought of uh, just now. Um, a little bit before the podcast, but this is very fun. So this moment really reminded me of the blue spirit the episode of Avatar where Zuko in mask saves Aang and then runs away right when Aang tries to be friends with him at the end. Uh, very, I think it's inspired by the blue spirit. I think Craig is Aang <laughs> okay. and Jason oh, is Zuko boy. and D- Jason is Zuko. Uh. That's his entire character. That's what he's based around. 
This episode also invokes water bending when JP oh, right. water powers oh, activate. Right. I was waiting for you to get to that. Kelsey is Katara, JP is Sokka, Jason is Zuko, and Greg is Aang. It's all an Avatar allegory, I'm telling you. Uh, and so this is what's going to happen with Jason and Craig is Jason. Like, it's not like Zuko's suddenly good after the blue spirit. He, he ran away. He wasn't willing to own up to it. But although at the end, the chakra roll thing is more than Zuko ever got at that point. So I think we're going to get a little bit more of Jason being, um, antagonistic and, uh, he, he's not, not going to truly come around until his uh, season two. And then he'll start to start to be good again. We think he's good. And then he'll uh, end up going to have again, Jason then, yeah. alone. Yeah. And he's yes, going to go yes. on his soul. <laughs> Full searching junior ranger quest in the creek. Oh, yes. okay. Well, Whatever I mean, I would watch it. that if it happened. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I did the big. This is the big uh, discovery I made. Jason is Zuko. Yeah. Can, okay. I'm glad. Can, you guys I don't know that the discovery it, as much as it is just a fan dream. <laughs> no, I think well, I think yeah. Jason is inspired by Zuko. I think they wrote the show this way. Can, can we skip to the part where like Wildernessa is Korra and Kelsey's Asami? Can we can we skip to that? Yes, that 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 is true. Though. Much yeah. more, yeah. yeah. That's good too. Um, but we I said Kelsey was uh, Katara. We got to keep it in the timeline here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, I'm like I, at the very least, uh, somewhat kidding, but at the very least, I do think this moment definitely really reminded me of Blue Spirit. So I, I wonder if that was intentional. Um, yeah, but, I, I think this hinges on you believing that Jason will be a main character, and I really hope he's not a main character. So maybe that's why I'm having a hard time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he'll stay in his current major secondary character role, but eventually he'll be part of uh, part of the the, the, the on the side of. Uh, Craig, whatever side that is in being good and not antagonist. I do, I do think Jason Demption. We are fully in the Jason throes of Dacia, Jason Demption. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Um, and we'll get there. We'll get there. Still early. Uh, other, other. Okay, what, what else we got this episode? So, uh, JP's uh, finds this fossil, and we get this fossil rush, and we see a montage of people dig groups digging for the fossils, which I love. The horse girls were looking for fossils. The science kids. Yeah, they get on it. Yeah, uh, we need more more science kids and the eight speeds as well. We're looking for all the fossils. I I think the show's underutilizing its wide, uh, really wide, excellent cast of minor characters. I do think it should do more things like this and just pan across. I I think like, it's trying to not overuse a bunch of people, but I think it's like under mm-hmm. in in the process is underutilizing them because um, it has been it- a lot of episodes. I think the thing is, like, they, they don't want to detract from the fact that there are three main characters and no more. But at the same time, they have done a really excellent job at making all these amazing secondary characters that we honestly want to see more of. So they're trying to figure out that balance. I agree. I want to see more of all those kids again. But the show is ultimately about the main three. So I feel that's got to be their focus. For yeah, an that's, hour, def- that's definitely the thought process is the show's about the main three we should keep with you know but it, like the thing is the show's it's mm-hmm. such an excellent wide cast of minor characters and like how is this the first time we've seen the science kids since uh since doorway to helen like uh let, yeah. like we, we should dig in more to, to some of these people uh, uh, uh dibs court we also had a brief shot of the sewer queen it's been a while since yeah. sewer queen yeah i i, I yeah i just 
I don't know. It's 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 time is short sometimes on TV. Let's let's really dig into the the strengths of the show. Um, although Craig, you know, Craig is having a second season. Hope I think it's uh, pretty popular among kids. Hopefully, a lot of longevity here. Um, other okay, con- continuing on. Uh, Jason's trying to help, and uh, Craig's like, "Why you got to scout splain everybody?" Yeah, um, that was hilarious. Yeah. I loved I like it. That. Also, love JP's. Uh, he he said he had a plan to revive the dinosaurs, raise them on an island sanctuary. I would have named it after me. <laughs> JP Jurassic Playhouse. JP Jurassic Playhouse. <laughs> I JP always has some of the best lines, and this proves it again. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, um, uh, that was. Uh, that that was like wow was jp made for that for that exchange for that line there he had dino grabbers before like has this all been building up to that one gag oh he's <laughs> dino grabbers it's true <laughs> feel like we were planning this for a little it was, it was good more more jp jurassic park jokes let's let's do that um oh yeah we already talked about the the meat of this episode which is the wilderness uh sequence so uh, <laughs> that, that, that's the meat <laughs> that's, that's that the thing we really that's meat. the thing we care about no we t- also talked about jason uh yeah the jason uh uh, character development. He's uh, damming the creek. He thinks no one respects him, and then uh, they dismantle oh. the jam. And JP's like water powers activated, and then uh, saves them and the Chakarel. Okay, there you go. So, uh, really strong Jason. Really strong Wilderness X Kelsey. JP Jurassic Park joke. Um, we see some of the minor characters in a sequence. Uh, some of the standout characters. I think this is a great episode. Well, good I'm for you. I'm becoming more convinced. But <laughs> good for you. I mean, there's so many good ones. I feel like yeah. I, I'm kind of with Alex on Bug, Bug City and the shortcut being my top ones. But I think this is probably the, my third fave. The Great Fossil Rush. I mean, Bug City's nice, but... Uh... It just, I, I fe- it feels so so nostalgic for me so i have like a very personal reason to like it that's that's definitely fair i think craig is a very personal uh, nostalgic type hit it hits on that so uh definitely don't blame any particular episode for really uh hitting hitting that that narrative i don't think there's anything that like really hit for me in this batch dibs was the thing that was most uh that most hit that but it wasn't like it's very personal connection to dibs or anything um I just realized, I, I forgot to mention, I had this hidden in my notes, but I forgot to bring it up until now. Uh, Richard is voiced by Zachary Steele, who voices Ronaldo on Steven Universe. So maybe that explains some things no! about why he's an annoying oh, character. No! Is, he, is he also the, el- no! the third elder? Or is uh, that he, someone yeah, else? he's David. Uh, yeah, okay. So David's under you. David's cool. That's okay. Um, yeah, David's okay. fine. Well, Ronaldo's a great character, but this don't, guy's don't, uh, don't bring that name in this beautiful <laughs> show. I will say that the elders are the iteration of Ronaldo that is fun. Yeah, and they're sympathetic, Ronaldo. And yeah, yeah. Ronaldo's just too bad. Like he's just not good. Ronaldo I'm would sorry. be great friends with them, though. He'd, he'd oh, fit he right would. in. Be bad for them because he give them all katanas and tell them to go bother <laughs> people's lives and it would just be terrible. They can yeah, just bond I, I, over I, Koala Princess. They, yeah, they, I'd like to together. think that like Ronaldo would try to hang out with them, but the the, the, the elders would think that he's too like hardcore and they'd kind of like try to keep their distance. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. It's like uh, because you know, like, like there are levels of anime nerds that like are a little too obsessive, and like the chill ones are like, "Hey, hey, calm down," you know. So it's I like- think the elders are pretty obsessed. Uh, I, I don't. I think you're giving them a little credit here, um, but yeah. Okay. Any 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 final thoughts on uh, Michelle on this batch? Um, 
I want to see more Wildernessa, and I want to see more of the Sewer Queen. That's what I... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd count Sewer Queen as really being in the episodes, but... uh that, it was enough for Alex, was it? Or she was did in, it just? She was in five seconds. <laughs> I don't know if it was five seconds, but yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe like two point five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your final thought, Alex? And uh, lamenting the lack of Sir Queen. Um, yeah, that's part of it. Um, but I, I I don't think I've highlighted enough that like it's still a funny show. I think that Kelsey gets a lot of good lines. JP gets a lot of good lines. So like I, I appreciate that part of it. Like it's still making me laugh. And so like Craig of the Creek is still a great show. Uh, it, and the consistency was keeping for almost all the first season. Like it, that was a very impressive feat. So like it it's kind of like at some point it had to have episodes that I didn't enjoy as much. But that doesn't. But that is by no means a reason to like say that the the show itself is going downhill because really it's still like if you consider the whole whole group of work it's still a great great uh, show and like a, a couple of these episodes are still like on par with uh, everything that Craig of the Creek has done so far so Craig of the Creek good show still good show yes I don't I, I don't I don't think uh you know, I I think I think Dibs Court's uh, still good. I think it's 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 not uh it's not it's not below some of the other slightly lower episodes recently. So I, I think I think the show's still on a very consistent, still on a good streak. I think the thing I'm missing is another huge standout episode like Doorway to Helen and Kid from Thirty Thirty. So I'm I'm craving that. Um, I'm sure they're coming. Maybe this next batch, which has a lot of promising uh, titles, titles and descriptions, are out, including Alone <laughs> Quest, uh, Kelsey, uh, Kelsey Alone, and uh, apparently Bobby's dying. So, <laughs> <laughs> no! So Wait, Bobby's the kid who likes candy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. Bobby can't die. Sorry, well, he's we, getting we killed. We didn't off. mention he was also sucked. The melted ice pops from the yeah. ground. Oh yeah, he he's a thirsty, hungry boy. He needs his sugar. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like that the description of that is when the pillar of the creek community leaves. <laughs> <are drinking. laughs> Look, Bobby, Bobby is a pillar. Is I'm glad he's given his due respect. Uh, <laughs> whoever's writing these descriptions properly respects Bobby. I think that's <laughs> yeah, what I would say. Exactly. He, he really is a pillar. Um, and also getting Return of the Honeysuckle Rangers, which I'm very hyped. Yeah, hype for the Honeysuckle Rangers. Well, so I see people speculating on the the Craig subreddit, by the way, r slash Craig of the Creek. Plug that. Uh, that this is a uh, more of a serialized batch of episodes. Maybe there'll be more plot stuff in here. I think that'll Maybe. be fun. Well, we will see. Um, this will be all throughout March, including. Two on the 18th and two on the 25th of, of March. They're going to get. How, how does Bobby fit into the lore of Craig of the Creek? I think Bobby leaving triggers a series of events. Yeah. <laughs> if nobody wants candy, then maybe they stop going to the trading tree and then kids oh, out no. of business and oh, everyone goes no. home and they don't play the creek anymore. There he solves it for you. And then the other <laughs> side, the, the other side of the creek uh, moves in on Kit's territory. And then yeah. The yeah. And they take cool. it over. What if the other side stole Bobby? What if that's what's going oh, no. on? Oh <laughs> no! Free Bobby! Free him away! They kidnapped the poor kid. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can make it to memories of Bobby. It's gonna be too traumatizing. I We'll see, okay, we'll see. So, fun stuff coming March. Let us know what you thought of these February episodes of Craig at OverlyAnimated.com uh, in the comments section of this or on the comment section on our YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. Uh, you can also come discuss Craig with us on our Discord at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. 
where we have a, a Craig of the Creek channel. And you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Alec, aka Frozone. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um, yeah, we'll probably do, uh, the March batch at the end of March. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe there's going to be something so, uh, so huge, like the Bobby episode. We'll have to come on immediately and talk about it, but, um, <laughs> pr- probably, probably at the end of March for that. And, uh, other stuff at overlandmade.com, including Genlock, Promise Neverland coverage. Uh, we had a Lego Movie 2 podcast. Um, some interesting stuff coming up this week. Gonna be Dragon Prince, uh, season two. Um, find all that at overlandmade.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Adios.